0: Y'all and welcome, welcome to the raw BJ podcast, y'all. We are here with another indie music moment today. We have in the building BSD, yes, yes, otherwise known as Brown Skin D, and yes. being
1: showed down,
0: being showed down. Thank you so much. I love it. Thank you for being here, D. I don't know what to call you, Brown Skin. I don't. <laughs> My skin. Right. <laughs> My skin What's skin?
2: <laughs> I it's love cool. it. My family called me D. Like, like D. to
0: the hood. To okay, the hood. D. Yes, <laughs> I love it. So let's go ahead and get into it because we want to know about you, rapper. Um, yes. Do you do a little singing too?
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, like,
0: oh, everybody can
1: see when? nowadays. Yeah. I okay. do, you do you sing or do you sing? Right. Sing.
0: Okay, so it's not a slang, no. but you can do a little shoot up, a wop a wop a
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I can do some unique tunes with my voice, I guess. Okay,
0: nice. Well, <laughs> tell us about BSD. Who is BSD? Where did the name come from? All of that.
2: know it's Dart. Well, first of all, before it was BSD, it was just D'Angelo.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, before I recognize and realize that i had talent growing up as a child like i've always been in the arts and stuff as far as like just being weird i guess like when all the kids want to go outside i wanted to stay in the house and be making up shit and doing stuff and just right went on system park mm-hmm. um before one system park it was just watching music videos on bet that come on late at night <laughs> but music is a big part of my family like we love music um we rapped and stuff in my hood growing up like rapping on the streets rapping on the blocks rapping against each other and things of that nature but as far as like professional I never went to school to be I never went to professional art school college or nothing like that but the only thing I did in arts in high school was um drama club Mm -hmm. I was in a drama club I did the whole four-year thing the whole high school year Everybody was doing basketball, track. I did do track. I did track for two weeks. (laughs) And let me tell you why I did track for two weeks. We had to wake up like 7 a.m. before school started to be at school to train for an hour, then go back home, and then go back to school. I thought that was a bit much. And I ain't
1: want to do it no more. Oh, I can assure you that was just your school because, yeah, uh, uh, my... because at my school, the bell rang and, and school was over, and then you walked yourself across to that field. No, we had training and before
2: school started. devil was a liar. After, my
0: but coach, why wouldn't they let you shower at the school instead of like go back home and then come well, I back? Think I to, chose school. to
2: do that because I can walk.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> so it was a you problem. Dead.
0: Okay. <laughs> I still
1: disagree with the practice in the morning part. Like, y'all. Yeah because i feel like yeah. kids would be sleep when it's time to do classes mm-hmm. like because you don't you ran 1600 yes.
0: but that's a good way to start your day though mm-hmm. Yeah, well right. I didn't think about that when I was 14, like 15, right? Yeah. okay
1: that sounds like a day from hell. <laughs> <laughs> what the around the track, and then you want me to care about everything else? <laughs> I don't get up. Well, um, no,
2: but yeah, that to no. the other people. I left that to the other people. But what really started me with music is, um, I mean, I just. Felt like I write music. I've been writing stuff. I write poems and stuff like that. I was like, okay, well, you can do something with this. Just start rapping. So my best friend and we was in tenth grade. He made a studio in his closet, and they was rapping. And they said, "D you gonna rap?" I said, "Well, I can write a song, right?" Because there were more freestylers. Like Mm -hmm. I said it to this day. I may not be the best freestylers, but I know I can write some songs. Right. I can write. I can get in the studio and. What I just wrote down, I can get in there and give it to you. Right. But as far as freestyle, I can do a little freestyle, but I'm not no freestyle type of rapper. Okay, and I'm not trying to compete or anything. I feel like nobody. <laughs> but uh, those songs we made in the closet, those those songs are still on YouTube. They probably got like 500 views after 15 years. <laughs> but you know, uh, people got videos like that on YouTube. That I used to do YouTube all the time. So if I I've, I've always been in social media and just always want to be. Front of the camera and all that other stuff, and just get my creative shit okay. sharing the world.
0: So, who or what inspired you to create music as a child? Mm-hmm. Where you just—I know you said you were a creative kid, but was there any one particular person or thing that made you say, "Yeah"?
2: I guess no. just watching all the the people on TV, watching you know all the celebrities on TV, watching them do interviews on YouTube on, on one assistant part. Oh my God, I want to do that one. I want to go to one system part and I want somebody to interview me about my music. Right. I want to go on a one assistant part. You had know, that little small stage. Right. I always dreamed of performing on a little
0: small stage. Yeah, and okay. In the, the
2: day, like, ooh, that could be me up there. Yeah. So like, you
0: know, well, this okay. ain't 106 in part, but welcome to the Raw right. BJ podcast where we Listen. value the independent artists. This is like y'all's new 106 in part. <laughs> it's
2: just the culture that made me. Like, I don't want to do this and
0: share it with the world. They can do it, I can do it too. Nice, exactly. Okay.
1: I just love the without prompting dance snap Right. <laughs> so if you, if, you know it's a very boom, boom Well,
0: it was. <laughs> but you know what? I saw your I saw your your real or your short on YouTube were you doing dancing to Sierra. Oh, yes, no. Sierra <laughs> is one of my favorite artists. I
2: love her, she's one of my top and watching her on you. It, through her journey mm-hmm. made me inspired me a lot like yeah. being her being from atlanta georgia and stuff like that and um yeah i just i mean i was so weird as a child like my my sisters and my cousins their girls i used to make them do everything like i was the ike of the family like if i seen something on tv i would make them do it i was okay we just seen this the Toya Luckett video. Okay, we're going to go redo this video. Right. So I'll have my laptop and I'll try to record them with my laptop and recreate the video I've seen on One System Park with them. So they used to be getting tired of it. But Directing they and producing? Me, they let me do everything, especially my sister. She was my sister. So, girl, you guys got to deal with it. Right. Okay. You're going to be a Aaliyah today. You're going to be Aaliyah today. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And tomorrow
0: you're going to be left eye. Okay. Period. Okay. <laughs> so I just created
2: this whole creative bu- bubble
0: growing up. Nice. I love that. <laughs> that's very interesting. It sounds a lot like my childhood too. I didn't have um like creative people in my family. I saw my mom who's a chef and that's a, a form of creativity as well. Definitely. But um, as far as like music, media, podcasting and shit, something that I came into later on in life. It's interesting um, to hear that from you. So I do know that you describe your sound as hood pop. Yes. Okay. Tell us more I about definitely. the hood pop.
2: Okay, <laughs> Because right. if I if I play some stuff, like I said, I used to record back in the day in my um, best friend's closet. Right. I used to have a whole studio. You'll be like, "This who the fuck is this thug rapping on this?" Beat? <laughs> and clearly back then I wasn't out out, but I knew who I was, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, well, this is what I sound like." I'm from the blood from from the hood so if it when i rap if that's coming off this what is coming off i'm not trying to be something i'm not yeah. so when i say i'm hood pop is because i feel like when i go in the studio i go when i'm doing anything that has to do with rap i come I, my hood side just comes out mm-hmm. and flamboyant i'm very flamboyant so hood pop <laughs> you, you, i mean you're going to hear the voice sound a little hood but when you see me or you see me do certain things uh how I spit out the words or how I do certain stuff, the lingo, how I do is um, I am who I am. I am, a, you know, an LGBT community, like mm-hmm. I'm gay. Right. So, but I don't like to, I'm not, I don't like to call myself a gay rapper because I feel like that's old. I don't feel like we need to be saying gay rapper anymore right. because um, so many people have crossed boundaries. Um, Lil Nas X, definitely. Um, Saucy Santana, definitely. And before those two, it was somebody else. He, from miami or something i don't know if y'all remember but his name was red red something like that he was the first gay rapper in our community as far as mainstream but he didn't make it make it but he made it just all the way almost there Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't consider myself a gay rapper but i am a gay rapper but i don't want to be considered that but i do do want it i do want people to understand that i am a part of this community and this that's where i come from yeah Because I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna pretend to be, you know, somebody else. I'm not because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's too late in the in this world to be pretending to be something that you're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just be who you want to be. They accept it or not, and to my understanding, they are.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Overall, the I I feel (laughs) like the artists themselves put themselves in that box, but realistically if the talent is there people don't care yes, and it's it, right I, at this point i feel like it's like that i can understand yeah. back in the 90s when there was like a Early like 2000s, a veil over yeah. it and people were still caught up in that mm-hmm. shit you know but again back in the uh, you know late 90s people thought the world was going end too so yeah, i think that know. that also added to people's yeah, perception okay, you know
0: it's becoming part of the norm to not it's almost like you, you. people don't like when you're homophobic nowadays. It's
2: fully. It's still not fully. It's accepted, not fully accepted, but, but we accepted. have
0: much, many more allies and many more people who are willing mm-hmm. to step up and say, "Hey, you're wrong." You know what I'm yep. saying? And you should not say shit like that. Mm-hmm. A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. Versus back in the day, where your allies would be your allies behind. They got doors. your backs, but your way, way back, back right? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's definitely a much safer space. Of course, there's always going to be those who are ignorant, but I feel like now we're definitely in a space for that. I love it.
1: But you know what? I'm really happy that we are at a place where we can have these conversations and we've broken down walls because a lot of what people say is homophobic is really just ignorance. You've been indoctrinated with something and they've Mm told you something so Mm -hmm. many times over that now when you meet someone in the community, you think you know Mm -hmm. because that's what's been told to you all this time and you haven't actually had a conversation with someone from the community right. to dispel that myth for you yes, so I, because I it's like, been
0: told to you by yeah. somebody outside the community Right, but, some, but someone
1: that you're in pro- close proximity to right. so you know them so it's like I feel like with music being universal it opens up the doors and it opens up the conversations. Right. And it, it does music is so powerful it's not just love it's information and i I love how we're able to bring all that full circle and some people aren't homophobic they just have questions and if you know and people Mm -hmm. people in the community have the power and also somewhat responsibility to offer the answer to those questions and make people aware right
0: yeah absolutely so let's go ahead and talk about your the first song we're gonna play beef Mm -hmm. is this about somebody
2: Wow. It's, <laughs> you know what? Like I said, my hood side comes out. So when I write <laughs> music, I don't really be talking about nobody. I just be talking talking shit. Just
0: okay.
2: Like if I was to be having beef with somebody
0: oh this is what the track would be like
2: yeah and okay and, and i'm on a reality show it's nothing but drama mm-hmm. so some of that <laughs> beef song probably came from some of the
1: drama i've been
2: through on the show or something like that okay. but if it
1: strikes a nerve it's you
2: it's you Thank
0: Serious. you. just
1: like on facebook when you see a post yes. it ain't all about you yes it ain't all about you all they said was these fuck niggas gotta go now you feel a ways well you're one of
0: them exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs>
2: And beef is really a bluff. It's not. It's like a bluff. It's like, pull up to the parking lot. You got beef with me, or whatever, whatever. But I also do say in the song, like, um, I'm not chasing beef. I'm chasing money. Mm -hmm. So I'm not. If you have beef with me, I have no idea if you have beef with me. But if you do, I mean, pull up to the parking. I mean, maybe we can talk it out, or (laughs) you know, if you if you, I mean, if you hit me, I mean, uh, I'm not a fighter, but. It, this song does not promote.
1: Why don't you just hit him with that big ass ring and it'll be over,
0: okay. <laughs> oh, This <laughs> This man, she
1: with the 18 that we talking about. You want to pull up? We can handle it with a goddamn concussion. Okay. This carry ring hanging off your neck.
0: Pull
2: up. Yeah, Beep is just one of those songs where I'm just talking shit. Like Party B, Bowdhead, Gello. She was just spitting her shit, talking her shit. Okay. Nicki talk shit. See, what people don't understand is being a rapper it's just rap talk it's all this shit we're doing it's just rap shit rap talk somebody probably can relate to it or somebody probably not can relate to it mm-hmm. i mean it's probably not, not always everything that we rap is something that's like really that we really 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 done well
0: just- i asked because i asked because we had an artist on here before with the song called beef and it was most definitely was about another artist so (laughs) my song is about
2: whoever you're relating I want people to listen to beef or listen to any of my songs and be like okay I can relate to this a little bit oh I like this line let me say this line Right. you know grab something from my music and then it become
1: a colloquialism for the people but I feel like some of it is it can be subconscious because of the environment that you're in a lot. Like if you're in a, in a situation that's like drama filled, mm-hmm. there's going to be some kind of release that you need yes. and some kind of yes. pressure that's going to come up and tension. What and it when is. you get it off your back, it's going to present as if it's a mm-hmm. thing that's happening in the moment right, right mm-hmm. now because you are feeling it. Mm-hmm. Whether it whether it has a determinate target or not, that's what's happening. So <laughs> I no, for real, like, just like truthful. if you go through something at work and you come out with a song called Cubicle this, Rage uh, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it's fuck not this, necessarily about a particular event at the office, but right. if Carol touched that water cooler one more goddamn time, like you know what I'm saying? Right. It's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be up,
2: you know? And this is another thing with me, when I heard the instrumental, the beat to be, the beat is hard as fuck. So I can't go up there being soft. Right. Like I gotta go up there and I gotta go in on this beat. I love trap beats. I just really do love trap beats. Luck, but I'm also um i I can do it I can do it all. I feel like I can just try to do it all, you know. Yeah. But when I hear those trap beats and stuff like that, mm, yeah, I just go in. Well, That's home though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. That's I'm gonna
2: give, give it what it's given That beat That's is giving it. that knock, I'm gonna give the knock. Right? Well, on the record.
0: Go ahead and give us a song. Introduce yes. the song oh, Beats.
2: Beats? Here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> To the parking lot, pull up to the parking lot, tell a bitch pull up, tell a bitch, pull up, pull up to the parking lot, pull up to the parking lot. Oh you mad, you got beef, then pull up to the parking lot, pull up to the parking lot. Oh you mad, you got beef, hold up, hold up, hold up, oh, Never let a lame shit check you. Never let a broke nigga fuck up. if a bitch got beef with me. You Gonna have to send a referee to come and rescue him, to come and rescue him. I ain't chasing beef, I'm chasing money. money. Why you out there sucking up nah, for free, I get money. With zero bucks given, take it to my man. Now that's what the fuck I call zero bucks given. Cause when I eat, he eat, eat, like Thanksgiving. I ain't new to this, I'm true to this. I know you heard big flexing bitch, I been the mix. I know you heard big flexing bitch, I been the mix. All these bum ass hoes they keep checking for me. All these bum ass hoes they keep checking for me. Rule number one, that's a no no. Rule number two, you just a bum ass bitch from the streets. <laughs> tell a nigga pull up, tell a nigga pull up, pull up to the parking lot, pull up to the parking lot. Tell a bitch pull up, tell a bitch pull up, bitch pull, up. Bitch pull, up. Pull, up to pull up to the parking lot, pull up to the parking lot. Oh, you mad? You got beef? Then pull up to the parking lot, pull up to the parking lot. Oh, you mad? You got beef. Hola, 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 ho. This ain't what you used to, bitch. I'm new, new. Bro, you old news. You old news. My new nigga is my old nigga. And you hoes mad. Just go, diggers. Ha. You the new Atlanta. I'm the old Atlanta. Get your street cred up, bitch. You benefits. Ain't with that fake shit. I'm all real. Yeah. Real motherfucker that's just all real. Play dummies, you hoes are do anything for money. Anything for money, <laughs> I got my shooters on my right, my hitters on my left. It's guaranteed to go down tonight. You wanna check with me, you wanna sit with me, but it ain't free. No,
1: it ain't free. Stacking bricks, it's tall as the Empire State. They just pass me the blunt from the bag. Tell a nigga pull up, tell a nigga
2: pull up. <laughs> to the parking lot pull up to the parking lot tell a bitch pull up, tell a bitch, pull up pull up to the parking lot, pull up to the parking lot, oh you mad, you got beef, then pull up to the parking lot, pull up to the parking lot, oh you mad, you got beef, hold up, hold up, hold up, ho, tell a nick, pull up, Tell a Nick, to pull up, pull up to the parking lot, pull
0: up to the parking lot, tell a bitch, pull up, tell a bitch, pull up, pull up to the parking lot, pull up to the parking lot. What? Okay, pull up to the McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> now, nah, I want to know, though, like, which 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 parking lot are they supposed to be meeting you at? I want to. I mean, it can be the varsity parking lot. Okay. Um, that's that's right.
2: right. <laughs> Your parking lot, my oh, parking okay.
0: lot. <laughs> Help okay. You know, it
2: it it didn't it, matter.
0: I love it. Okay. Yeah, that was, park a, lot a parking lot near you. A parking lot near you. I a like that. Come 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 a parking lot near you. Come, come into good. a parking lot near you. you get parked. Hey. So get parked. Okay.
1: <laughs> Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I love
0: it. Okay. I love it. I, I like that. So, hmm. Is this the... So, I okay, well, let me ask this, so you have an e p coming out soon, Mhm, okay was called the Underdog, but you've changed the name,
2: yes, okay, so right now, what am i what I'm doing right now as artist I'm just really just putting music out there, and it started with big Flex that was mm-hmm. the first record I put out um in twenty twenty one but I'm just putting music out there to see what people feel about them, how people feel about me, what fan base I'm gonna gather, and I'm just having fun just putting records out. Um, uh, EP is something that is in the works, and I just feel like um, I don't want a lot of songs, but I'm just trying to put music out there so people can get to know who who is who BSD is as an artist.
0: So will this EP be show just you want to show different sides of you as an artist? Yes, I personal. call this
2: I'm gonna call this new EP since I've been recording a lot of records so far and it's changed. I want to call it Street Street, but Sweet. Okay. Street but sweet. You know that thing that they used to say to Aaliyah, she was street but sweet with most of her music. Yeah. I say street but sweet.
0: I just saw your album cover when you said that too. Yes. Yeah. Like I could see you in front of like what's the um <laughs> the trap house that two trains had? Oh that pink house. Yeah, something like that. With like a lolly that big the big Franklin Franklin.
2: You know what I'm but saying, I have like to give crew. you credit if I do that for now. Put like, your name under the
0: um, creative director. <laughs> Listen, I'll be the creative director for real. <laughs>
2: if we do <don't>, but... <laughs> <laughs> they be sleeping on me. <laughs> I
0: mean,
2: definitely, that's I'm I'm a I love visuals. Yes, and that's why it's so hard as an independent artist. Like I really can't get this shit out my brain onto the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because you you got your daily life that you have to pay for. You have all this stuff, and yes, they say take risks just take risks I'm taking risks, mm-hmm. but I also have to make a living for myself. And back day, back then, I know y'all used to just drop every goddamn thing and just say, I'm doing only my music. But these days, you just cannot do that. I mean, you really have to believe in yourself. And I really do believe in myself, but I want to be smart at the same time because I got my boo, I got my sister, I got some family members, but at the end of the day, it's me i'm doing all this by myself i market everything by myself with no help like i'm truly an independent artist like everything i do is is me and sometimes oh my god i wish i had this budget i wish i had this big budget but i'm just saying D, continue to do what you're doing and it'll it'll pay off one day it definitely will pay off absolutely um
0: so you you mentioned your boo yeah was that okay so let, let's take us right on into this youtube reality show the shit we do for love <laughs> so you've been on there you're going into season three yeah and you've been on there since season one yes
2: okay. I, i'm one of the ogs i guess
0: okay um, so does your boo thing appear on the show with you he didn't start out on the show with me the, okay. the
2: show actually started out as a blind date type of show oh. it started out like that with season one
0: was oh, that how y'all met um. Mm-hmm.
2: You... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to shorten it for y'all. So yeah, the shit we do for love started out as a dating show. They only showed us the person's Instagram and then they'll set up the date for us to meet them in person. Oh. So I met a few people. <laughs> I went on a couple of dates with a few people on the show. None of them worked out. Mm. One of the guys I I um went on a date, we had already dated outside of the show, but we tried to do it again on the show. Mm. Didn't work. Mm. So (laughs) season two came around and over our break at the shit we do for love at the reunion, during, during our break, I, my, my boo, I've been knowing him for 15 years. We got back in touch during COVID. We've always been in touch, but like sporadically, like probably twice a year or something like that. But we end up talking again in 2020 and you know, that's when everybody was in the house and, What's supposed to be. Well, what's right. supposed to be, because clearly he came over to me. Okay. And then after he came over to me, and I ended up going over to him, and we was just like, well... Make sure you non-distance ass. Right!
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was during the time when it was a little bit under y'all control. Y'all was part of
1: the problem. <laughs> Damn that!
2: <laughs> it was during the time it was a little bit under control, but no, I did not find Antonio on the show. We already knew each other for 15 years, but we never been romantically in a relationship right. until 2020, and that's when he became... The love of my life and um, okay. I, didn't, I tried to ask God like I was like God, why would you bring this man to me? I was just new in my independency or just being single. I'm a relationship-oriented type of guy, so during the time Tony came around, I was in a stage where I was just being single. I didn't really want a relationship, but he just brought the shit back out of me again, and I just had to get used to it again. And I uh, and I love it, and he's a good guy.
0: <laughs> Period. I love it. Okay, he's, he's worth it. So, can you talk about what we can expect on the upcoming season of the shit we do for love? Y'all moved past the dating part. Um. Well, at least your character. The
2: show started out as a dating show, and then it, it turned into the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. We,
1: I'll, I'll drink to that.
2: And that's what I think made the show as big as what it is now because it's it's a pretty it's doing very well on YouTube over on um, twenty seven thousand views or whatever. And I, I what I would say about the shit we do for love, I really thank them for what they've done for me. Um before the shit we do for love, <clears throat> I felt like I was I was doing my thing. But after that show did I did get start to get noticed around everywhere I went. Like it was annoying because I didn't know how to um react. It was weird to me because yeah. I'm like, this is what celebrities go through. Because I, I still have. don't consider myself that person because I still try to stay humble as hell. But I tell y'all this funny story. <laughs> <laughs> I was in um the local hot wing spot. It wasn't American Daily. <laughs> it was somewhere in Decatur. Um I was getting some hot wings or whatever and um it was this person standing outside the window kept looking. I was like, I thought it was a homeless person. Oh. I'm like, okay, okay, this must be I'm in Decatur. Okay, they, when I come out of the door, they ask me for money or whatever. So I walk uh-huh. outside and I'm going this way, the person still doing I'm doing like this, the person's doing like this, going following me. Right. And I just, she's like, oh, my God, you're dance from the show we do below? I was like, okay, that's what it is. <laughs> and I felt so bad because I thought that she was like a homeless person trying to ask me for money.
0: Oh, Lord.
2: And I was like, okay, well, D, you are on a YouTube series. YouTube is pretty big now. And there's a lot of YouTube reality shows. Yes. Before getting on this show, I didn't know how big reality shows were on YouTube. I really did not know that. And you you je- you definitely can't get, get your exposure on yeah. YouTube. And I just thought that was pretty wild because I didn't I didn't know how to deal with it. And I still deal with it to this day. I just like, hey, but I'm not, nobody be, I work a nine to five, I go to work, but I get it yeah. because I'm giving y'all this character on this show. Right. So when y'all see me, it's like, oh, D'Angelo. So I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, hi, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah
0: okay i love that the
2: shit we do for love is still out the last this is um we're on like three more episodes and then we're going to do the reunion and then that is it i'm not it's cool with everybody from the beginning of the show but we all try to be cordial like i said it's like a whole nene type of Cynthia <laughs> type of type of marlo and type of candy birds going okay, on, but on which the one are you though
0: love.
2: they call me portia okay which i'm very very fine with that
0: uh-uh, but because Portia, she's she very beautiful. Wait, but you be fighting and, and, and throwing hands? No, you be throwing balls. No. Portia oh, throw down. Our girl say Portia would throw down. Yeah. <laughs> you listen, see how- so,
1: I, listen, so does that make you pull up to the parking lot, Portia? Or... <laughs> well, I can't get there. I'm not...
0: Well, y- y'all, gonna have
1: to... <laughs> y'all gonna have to tune in. And just for yourself,
0: Please like and subscribe. Well, y'all tune in. Y'all look for it on <laughs> yeah, YouTube. The, the shit, shit we, we do for love. love. Okay.
1: Parking lot Porsche, go.
0: <laughs> I don't know why when you said parking lot Porsche, I just yeah. thought of look at me, I'm Porsche oh, that's D. <laughs> that's for um all the old people, y'all. If you, if, you know, you know. if you know, you know. Okay, so... Interesting. I want to talk about your brand now, mm-hmm. Boyfriend by D'Angelo. What is that about? Boyfriend started out um, in 2019.
2: I was just brainstorming. I was like, hey, I want put to some, put something out. I want to put some apparel out. My sister used to do it. She did it for 10 years. And I was like, okay, you get your inspiration from your sister. What do you want to do? Um, like I said, I'm a relationship oriented type of guy. I was like, okay, well, I'll use what I like um, boyfriend material. It started out as boyfriend material, not boyfriend by D'Angelo. It started out as boyfriend material, but this is what I tell people who are up and coming. coming. Do not put your stuff out on social media to see until you're ready because I kind of promoted some stuff in 2019 about what I was going to do. As mm-hmm. soon as I got my LLC, a week later, this guy here in Atlanta went and got boy, boyfriend material LLC. Yeah, right. I was going to get myself LLC with that name, but I couldn't because he did it because he had seen my post. Allegedly, oh. he had allegedly he saw that shit? Did, yes. Allegedly, he opinion. saw my um, post that I made on Instagram when I started my uh, boyfriend by D'Angelo page, boyfriend material page. And he took it and he did his own thing. And I couldn't do that the no more. I thought, well, it's going to be boyfriend by D'Angelo which I still can put boyfriend material on my product right. and which I did. And it was very successful. Um, the first three collections, the first four, the first three collections were, they was doing numbers. People were buying it. My fourth collection went kind of hiatus. And I just put that on me because I was going through some stuff in life. And um, my creative side didn't flow into my work. Right. It didn't show because I wasn't the best. So it couldn't show in my products. But boyfriend by D'Angelo is still alive and well, and my boo he 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 keeps pushing me to because I keep giving up on it. But I'm like I can't give up on something if the whole world doesn't know about it. Sure, a few hands of people know about boyfriend by D'Angelo, but the whole world doesn't know. So why stop? Right. Once the world knows, you know, it'll be a lot better. But the world doesn't know, so why stop? That's what I love about being an independent person because we're doing all this stuff that just because you don't get the amount of views or likes right now that doesn't mean anything like we all start from somewhere gucci started from somewhere louis Vuitton, they all started in a small area before they were known for things that they do
0: you should look and see is the guy who did that is he does he still have the llc you go to his page you should go and see cuz he, he might have it. let it lapse and you can come pick back up on it cuz that's a very good idea boyfriend material yeah i yeah, yeah. very marketable
2: And then I say, is it childish? Do people still say boyfriend? But people, it is. Boyfriend is still a thing. You have to have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Before you are a husband, you are a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Before you are a wife, you are a girlfriend. So boyfriend material. Boyfriend material is like somebody who, what's a boyfriend material to you?
1: Six figures are better every year. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah top not No change. God fearing, <laughs> and you know, I. But I, but again, I think a boyfriend material is something different for different Everybody, people. Yeah. Um, some people want you to love dogs. Shit, I want you to love me. And uh, whether or not you love pets is, is secondary, but right. you know, really thirdary to other things. But right. it, it it just becomes. I just think that a boyfriend material is a quality person that you can see being your significant other. That's exactly, exactly. what. De-
2: the definition of that on uh, Urban Dictionary. is definitely similar to that so uh, somebody who carries their self well they know what they want out of life they you feel like they will treat you right and they you know they they got friends and family who they treat right you know they they have a good uh, a circle of nothing but positivity or good goodness right. that they show okay
1: and they can they can contribute to a symbiotic relationship yes and when, and,
2: they, and when they say they're going to do something they're going to do it they say this and that i'm going to take you to the movies it ain't no oh we supposed to go to the movies no, And they don't forget about it, but they said they won't take you out and all this stuff. There's not boyfriend You repair. know what boyfriend you material, material is to
1: me if it comes to going to the movies. I'm not going to cap. If you do not pull up at Dollar Tree before we get to the movies, then I got oh, to get your
0: financial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because we have things to invest in and I'm not invested in no $6 popcorn. If you are asking me to listen, I don't care how much money you make, right? This is how the rich stay rich. I'm telling you, everybody caps at the concession stand. Right. Nobody... <laughs> I am not spending six dollars on some damn raisinettes. Y'all can y'all can kill that. No <laughs> that's boyfriend material. When you pull up and you like, babe, hey, well, I, I got ten dollars. You got ten dollars. We're gonna crush it. Yes.
2: Well Antonio makes sure he gets my hot dog and my um uh, oh, <laughs> my hot dog because I always gotta get a hot dog. Um and he loves the slushies, so as long as we got our hot dogs and slushies look good. Nice.
0: Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that was very interesting. I enjoyed learning that side of you. Oh, yeah. Outside of the music. Yeah. Yeah, you're a creative person. I definitely think you should check on that boyfriend material thing. Yeah. You said something about quality of life or something like that. Quality of your clothing. Oh, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I could see it. I like that. I want to
2: get into with this next stuff that I do because Tonio is actually coming up with some logo that he wants me to use. And i told him it's it feels good to get like other people's direction on stuff mm-hmm. because your direction is probably good but when you see other people with some creative shit, like okay we can see what they do so we're gonna do that but i want to get into the see boyfriend material started off as essential clothing like loungewear mm-hmm. and it's still that and i want to keep it that it's not like a high fashion mm-hmm. brand but i do want to start um drawing and creating my own pieces one day but it's not that it's more of essential like stuff you can go buy t-shirts jeans just walk around house while boyfriend material whatever Mm -hmm. you know boyfriend everybody wants one because that's one of my logos too Mm -hmm. boyfriend everybody wants one everybody wants a boyfriend and people think boyfriend (laughs) is just like a relationship no girls want a boyfriend you know straight guys want a boyfriend like we uh, boyfriend is not just mean relationship i'm changing the whole narrative of it Boyfriend doesn't mean just relationship, right? Boyfriend material, of course, but boyfriend by D'Angelo, a friend. I'm here. I'm your friend.
0: That's I can be your mm-hmm.
2: boyfriend. I can be your friend. I can be your lover, be your partner, you know. But I can be definitely your friend as well.
1: Right. I think you should get. It, well, I'm gonna tell you off camera because I don't know who's gonna watch this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. <laughs>
1: Stupid shit. Right. Here yeah. You. I'm, okay. Well, I'm gonna, tell you, gonna edit it out because I don't want to forget it.
0: I'm not gonna edit it out. I'm just playing. No, I'm not. But go ahead.
2: <laughs> and
1: they need. Oh, girl. Know that.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. That that is. Somebody,
1: somebody, you know, some of them are still working. Yeah. Or, or you know, boyfriend loading. 65%, or, you know what I'm saying, like so, I'm, I'm trying to get there That am <laughs> not who you need me to be, but I'm trying to that I'm first th- th- motherfuckers really do be trying there's some people who have a thing where they're like if I'm not financially stable, I'm not dating nobody it doesn't make them a bad person, but they do have like, concerns you know what I'm saying, like when you move in with somebody, right mm-hmm. and your house becomes their house you have to have your own shit because it might not work out and then your ass gonna be out that's, there without
2: it that's with boyfriend and girlfriend, not with wife
1: and husband, bullshit Um I know plenty of husbands that have pulled up and they shit was outside already. because (laughs) they wasn't doing what's not doing their part yet. You gotta have your shit together. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying some people are works in progress.
0: Boyfriend, yeah, and Boyfriend and training. Boyfriend and train. Boyfriend loaded. and That's true. I like that. It sounds a little kinky though, but we'll talk about it. And, that and it can go either way. I ever <laughs> however, the person who
1: took from yes. it, as long as you and pay I, the price. It, right. You can interpret it however you want to after you check out.
0: Well, let's go ahead and check out this next one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and check out the next song, "Saints and Sinners." Now it sounds like a gospel record. Oh, <laughs> it sounds like
1: Atlanta after
0: dark. <laughs> "Saints
2: and Sinners." The song was already a poem, a poem before. Um, I write, I write stuff. My like my notes in my iPhone. I, this shit is so filled up with stuff, and my was like, "Hey, D, your shit is good, but." Maybe if you do poems. I was like, I already do poems. I write stuff in my phone all the time. Like if I'm by myself, I just write shit. If I'm going through stuff, I write shit. He's like, well, turn it into a song. And that's how Saints and Sinners came about. This song had, this; these words and lyrics had already been in my phone for like months. So I just found the beat and I just put it to the beat. Nice. And Saints and Sinners means, meaning, the song meaning to me is we all fuck up. We all make mistakes. We are not our mistakes. We we were saints one day, we we're sinners the other day. Sometimes we're sinners when we don't even know we're sinners. We're sinning or doing anything wrong, but saints and sinners is just like we make mistakes, like whatever. So yeah. what? Who who are you to tell me? Right. I don't even a saint can't tell me something that I'm doing wrong because it's something that you have done wrong too, sir right. or ma'am. You know. So we are right. all saints and sinners. <laughs> Fuck the world.
0: Right. Okay. Well, shit. Let's go fuck the world. Let's go ahead and jump into it. <laughs> Introduce the song. The record is very personal, so
2: um, the lyrics be really like personal. Like, I don't know, if people can relate to it. Maybe we never know what other people can relate to. Like, yeah. when we going through something, like same thing I'm going through, somebody might be going through it a thousand miles from here.
0: So. Or how they might interpret. Your song for their situation. For their
2: situation. That is so true.
0: I had that conversation this morning, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Go ahead and uh, introduce the song.
2: Okay, this is Saints and Sinners. You've just now entered the room of the underdog. I'm in my own lane, I'm in my own groove. That's what I do, that's what I do. Y'all really lame, y'all really weird. Y'all watch my story just to cut my groove. They don't want me to win, they just want me to lose. I gotta watch who I talk to. But ever since I've been minding my business, saying low, everything's been so cool. Break up to make up, I miss my baby. Man, this love shit is crazy. I know I fucked up, but can you take me back? Maybe shit changed the subject. All facts, no cap, I want it all. Good sex, big checks, one love, that's the middle of my world. Saints and sinners, we all need love. Safe up the world, safe. change your mind but at the same time i want you to see my side raised in the bluff one house 12 kids it was never enough enough. my grandma cooked and cleaned and cleaned and cooked we was bad as hell but on the other side at my mama house the suburbs clay north clayton i got the best of both sides i am who i am today my mama taught me not to give depth to the haters love them from a distance calculate it later done a change my life all black, one mess, dancing SCE. Never met him, but close enough to feel them. Thanks for the opportunity to be amongst the greats. I see things, I see things differently. Say fuck the world. Say fuck the world. I'ma fuck up and I'ma fuck up again. We all saints and sinners. Child. I used to wake up and dance to Destiny's Child, alone in my room, afraid to let people see that side, now I'm all grown up, the world has changed, no reason to feel left out, you can be who you wanna be, say what you wanna say, wear what you wanna wear, fuck who you wanna fuck, love who you wanna love, life is free, live it, fuck them. Fight the way fight the power. Fight, fight, fight,
0: it's
2: giving it,
0: it's that. I love that. It's, it, it's, it, it's, it. it's, it. it's it. very inspirational, motivational. I, that's a really good one it, it, from the it, it heart.
1: Hope it's giving hope. Yeah. Um. I also feel like it's giving. You're not alone.
0: Right. Very much.
1: Very much so. But I got the visual of. Like, if you were standing somewhere and then the devil is you and the angel is you, but they're both on different shoulders type of thing. Right. You know I mean? Definitely. And I think, Definitely. but I think that's an internal struggle people have every day anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's everybody, everybody, everybody. Have, it fights a war within themselves every day, Ooh. and mm-hmm. the problem with saint or sinner is that there's a perception behind either action you take, mm-hmm. and everybody's gonna have an opinion regardless. You might as well do what you prefer because it's never going to make everyone mm-hmm. happy. It doesn't matter what it is. You could be happy yeah. in your marriage, and somebody's gonna be like, "Well, well, I don't think they should be," because like,
0: <laughs> right?
1: And that's you, Eugene. Oh, we try, yeah. to, you know. Well, like... well, you
0: know what makes me happy, Brittany?
1: I think I do.
0: Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> rapid-, rapid fire. <laughs> it is time for our favorite game. Rap- oh fire. Lord. I,
2: you know, I was anticipating something this from you guys. I'm like, they probably can do a game.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. We love rapid fire.
1: Explain it to him, Joe.
0: I'll explain it. So on this game we give you 60 seconds. That's one whole minute. To answer as many many of these crazy-ass questions as you can. The point of it is to give us the first thing that comes to your mind. So have fun, be truthful, and be quick. Jack, be nimble.
1: Okay. (laughs) Do not, I repeat, this is the disclaimer, do not (laughs) think about it.
0: Right, just just give us the first thing. I'm an overthinker. I'm just letting y'all know. Listen,
1: I need you to take a deep breath. Yeah,
0: take look. a deep breath. <laughs> I need
1: you to take a deep breath and throw it out the window. We all say it's a sinner, so it don't matter. Right. But I...
0: Fuck the world. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. But don't fuck that. up these questions. That's my inspiration right
2: there. Fuck the world. Okay. There you go. Yeah, let's
0: go. All right. And go.
1: Do you have your own Netflix account or do you use someone else's?
2: I use someone else's.
1: What motivates you the most?
2: Uh me
1: what is your deepest fear
2: losing the one I love
1: what is your zodiac sign Leo do you believe in it Yes. what is your favorite Christmas carol Uh,
2: uh, (laughs) jingle bells jingle bells
1: bells. (laughs) name an onomatopoeia what (laughs) if your life was a story what would it be titled
2: he's got it
1: (laughs) what is your favorite (laughs) game of all time
2: um, Troop of deer.
1: <laughs> finish this phrase. The weight of my heart is.
2: It can be crazy at times.
1: Who's your favorite Disney character? Aladdin. How often do you floss?
2: Once a, I don't know, once a day. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, 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 I feel like I'm being good I, don't know. Oh, okay. have
1: me I actually
0: love that uh-huh. okay
1: you know just remind me of you know all that movie Inside Out with all the emotions inside Girl,
0: you're right. it really was it was the brain freeze for me yes <laughs> definitely
1: I when I asked the question and all her was Oh, <laughs>
2: I'm an overthinker. I like to think uh, about it before I say anything. I love
1: it. Love that's what we love, about, what we love about rapid fire because it just takes people out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it something really you prepare do. for. No. no, you have no clue what we're gonna ask. And, you change it, and it, I don't know. And
2: it tells insane. the absolute truth about right. what the person is really why you really are. And I am like, okay, well, those are the first things I said. Well it's probably what's really on my
0: mind period right i love it <laughs>
1: this was definitely one of the funnier ones yeah, first, this, this
0: first. Is, this is great content And I <laughs> do
1: to put out my little disclaimer and onomatopoeia is oh lord uh, never mind <laughs> Moving on.
0: this is every interview because nobody
1: knows what the fuck it is only I heard only the two people before. two I
0: people have gotten it
1: yes right know. and what i'm saying is an onomatopoeia is a word where if you hear the word you can kind of and you can kind of figure out what the sound is. Like, if I say buzz, because you've heard a B, you know what a buzz is. Right. Or if I say, but you seem like the so old,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, or, uh-huh. or a pitter-patter, because you've heard little feet pe- people walking across the floor. So it's like.
0: I think my favorite answer to that question was has to be Camarion. Uh, She's like, what's an onomatopoeia? And he's like, onomatopoeia. Am <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> <Right. laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> I don't want <laughs> right.
1: to be here. In true fashion.
0: I love it. Well, <laughs> that's my favorite part of this show. So from my favorite part to my least favorite part, which is the last leg of the interview.
1: Damn you. Oh.
0: No, it has to come right. to an end. Does it? It does. Does it? It does. Can you be here all night? Yeah. Can you be here all night? Well, y'all are at home. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, just, just drop it your- your- <laughs> <laughs> Well, y'all are at home. And I can't be here all night. I have places to be. So <laughs> big head want me to stop at Cajun Seafood before
2: I come back to the house.
0: See that
1: too. Oh, when you get the Cajun seafood, do you get do you get corn, broccoli, yes. and the turkey necks. I'm gonna go ahead and put Ooh, you on. I'm gonna put you onto yep. something real quick. So they got this street corn seasoning. And mm-hmm. uh, and you take the street corn seasoning, and they sell it at Walmart. It's $1.98. And you, <laughs> you sprinkle it on the corn from the seafood place, and you can also sprinkle it on the seafood. It will make your tongue slap your brain. What's the name of it? Street corn seasoning at
0: Walmart. Yeah. Okay. The street corn is... Ugh. That's easy to remember. Yeah, definitely look into that. That's the shit. Okay. That's street but sweet. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, D, brown skin D, I want to know, what is the best advice that you've ever been given?
1: I just told him about a street corner, <laughs> right. <laughs> Besides that, they him about a street corner. <laughs> um, the
2: best advice I've been given—oh my god,
1: ever!
2: I feel like my ass be trying to give people advice, and I really need the damn advice.
0: <laughs> um, that <laughs> you ever given? In your opinion, life is. Um, I mean.
2: I would use my mom. My mom died from cancer six years ago. And before she passed away, this lady had already done everything it is to do in life. What she wanted as far as she lived her life. And that's one thing that she was saying as she was um, going away. Like I live my life. Like I, I I know what it is and then I can change, but I feel like she, my mom, has told us stories, stories. And um, I mean, just live your life i mean have a good time in it because um you know you never know when you're gonna go um and lately people have been dying so young and crazy shit has been going on in this world and you just never know when it's your time so don't even dwell on when it's your time if you're having so much if you're just spending most of your time just enjoying yourself and doing things that you love to do like i will honestly say say this I, i'll be 35 in um august if I was to go away today or tomorrow or whenever, I honestly can. I will say I have lived my life. I, I I've done most of. The, I've I feel like I've done most of the things so far that that makes me happy to say I've done. Um, I put myself out there to the world with my music. I put myself out there, my personality with the world. You know, as far as being on these shows, you know, family. I have family, um, that I love, and I have a, a boyfriend. that, you know. I've been in several relations Why well, not several. I've been in two long term relationships. The one before this one. Um, I don't know. Just live life. I mean, that's the best advice I would give to anybody. Just live life and don't regret anything because anything that you regret is um is a part of who you are. Yeah. Today. Because you can learn from whatever it was. That's good or bad.
0: Beautiful. Okay. I hate to get out such No, it's okay. But, uh,
1: Be yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, because I mean, and I I love to ask that question because like you said earlier, like you never know who's listening. Mm -hmm. Never know who's going to watch the show. You never know if that advice that you gave somebody else or that somebody else Mm -hmm. gave you is going to help the next person.
2: And I want to tell anybody who's watching, like, um, be you, be who, be you, do what you want to do. Don't second guess things that you feel like you like, or you feel like people won't like it's only like a if it's a room full of ten people, probably three of those people probably would like it. If only one person like it, keep doing it. So what? This this is what you you are yourself. You are the person that has to walk around every day, get up and look at yourself in the mirror every day. Um social media. Social media is the new world that we're in. Mm-hmm. And um it's okay to take a break from it. But sometimes I'm not gonna lie, when I take a break from social media, why do I feel like I'm missing something? Like I feel like out of place. Like I feel like I'm not in tune with the world because I'm but, not on social media.
1: But that's how it's engineered <laughs> to make you feel exactly. like you have to have it.
2: But when we were when we didn't have it, I feel like things were I'm not gonna say things were perfect, but we were more social as far as physically and right. emotionally. You know we cared about people Mm -hmm. like we really genuinely cared about people social media people don't they can not follow you and they don't know who the fuck you are Mm -hmm. anymore because they are not following Mm -hmm. you on instagram anymore exactly and they don't care to know what you got going on in your life or anything like that i do miss the unsocial media world sometimes i really do but i have to understand that this is the new way of life you go into thanksgiving dinners everybody's on their phone everybody we didn't have that growing up we didn't have that you had to be with your family you had you to go outside got your
1: ass beat.
2: yes you, my you mom was like, no, phone. okay you had to go outside you couldn't sit in the house your parents would be like go outside have <laughs> fun like, go do something <laughs> hey you either gonna be <laughs> inside or outside running out <laughs> <Right. laughs>
0: I mean, my house goddamn it <laughs> so
2: i missed that part and some of us know how to juggle it all you know not everybody's like that but we live in the social media world but don't let social media kill you and do not let social media make you feel like you're less than because though I get likes and comments and I have over almost 30,000 followers 30,000 followers but $30,000 is not in my account so I use my platform wisely and I use it for what it is but I don't say that's what it is until I see the the money or the you know the benefit of it which I do see the benefit of everything because everything I do on my social media page is geared towards where I'm trying to go. Right. But I will not allow social media to make me think that's, you know, that's all what it is because, you know, social media is it can it can drive you a little It can fuck your It up. can fuck your head up. Yeah. So that's why I do my little breaks every now and then. But I'm like, damn, I'm doing these breaks. But I still need to do this because this. You know, I gotta I'm trying to get to something right. because this way if this was y'all gonna be it,
0: I mean shit with well, them. I gotta be here too to get where I'm trying to And go, it can be you kind of know? difficult to take those breaks yes. and then still being independent yes. and you have to keep but up I with can, your career. Cause I'm once you log dangerous. on, yeah, it's hard to just post what you gotta post okay. and then log off. There's a you're trick to that so, though. And
1: I'm gonna share the trick to that. So here's the thing if if you are a personality and you're someone who's in the general public. People are very easily satiated if you give them something, not everything, something. Ooh. So if they already know, like if they already know you and Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, headed to Papado Gator Bites, and you right. turn that shit off, you have time after that to have your have your meals. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they
1: know you already at Papado, right? So share share the appetizers or whatever. You know right. what I'm saying? But after that, the, people are pretty much going to be, yeah, I remember when I went to pop. You know what I'm saying? Their mm-hmm. comments is going to take them through the rest of the damn night. Yeah. It's not something you necessarily have to give them. Mm-hmm. But the boy, going back to the boyfriend material thing, this also comes back to having someone who's going to help you be grounded.
2: Oh, not, and that's him. because Not, a, he's not, not, a, not yeah. an anchor,
1: because they're different. Right. But someone who's going to help you stay grounded him. and mm-hmm. someone who's going to pour into you with affirmation yeah. and not doubt. Because yeah. you don't need doubt. People intellectual thinkers doubt already Mm -hmm. so you need someone who's going to pour into you and i think that's really important in conjunction with the social media part yeah
0: Yeah. but also that's my take on it i also i don't have notifications on for any of. oh i take my uh,
2: some people love notifications down i do not
0: i don't know no no like i say notifications there's no notifications Mm -hmm. if you send me something i don't know unless until i go on the app and and see it doesn't tell me and that's how i like it because if because sometimes, you know, you post something and like a TikTok, I remember one time we posted a video and I woke up the next morning to 99 plus notifications. <laughs> we had like over 40,000 views. Which we're so grateful was,
1: for. Which we are grateful so for. for. Yeah. But, it yeah. was, but it's a lot. It was
0: just too much. You know so you
2: get into the mode where oh, damn, I ain't getting no likes. <laughs> and you'd be something, you'd be like, damn, I just really thought this was dope as shit. That's why I say try not to get so caught up in mm-hmm. social media because Instagram, the way they, this hologram shit, if you ain't really Instagram wants, like I get paid from Instagram too, but they say, Ooh, D'Angelo, you can get $1,200 in 30 days. Yeah. But you want me to post 5,000 videos? Mm -hmm. Like no matter how many videos I post, I'm not getting that close to that 1200 social media. They run stuff how they want to run it. And people be thinking they get, I do. I get sensitive sometimes. like, what the fuck is going on? It's well, not you. It's not your content. Mm-mm. It's the. It's just the world. Itself. Well,
0: because look, I, I just saw this the other day. I forgot where I saw it at, but it was saying if you have, so like Beyonce has 200 something million followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? Well, the thing is, if you have access to reach that many people mm-hmm. by simply sitting on your phone, that makes you massive. You know what I'm saying? Your right. own like conglomerate within yourself you know what i'm saying like it's just it's it's ridiculous so they have to cut it down to where only about 30 percent of your followers actually see what Mm -hmm. you've posted because not all 200 million of those followers like her photo exactly 3 million
2: likes but those not 200 million likes
0: because you have you say you have what thirty thousand followers Mm -hmm. and probably Mm -hmm. only three to 500 people interact yeah Yeah. it's that built that Mm -hmm. way by design so that they can make money off of you yep yeah because if they give you all that power I'm going to learn this. You're going to make thing. all the money by yourself. I got to go to
2: school and be up in the corporate <laughs> office.
0: Well, there's <laughs> also
1: another algorithm that we are forgetting to add into this equation, and that is the power of the hater. So oh, there, are, there are there yeah, are people was... who saw it, liked it internally, and did not get oh, de- like yeah, it. Oh, definitely, definitely real. They don't like themselves internally. So at the end Gosh, of the day, no, it's reason. true. Oh, no, it's true. Is. Because that's I've, I've seen plenty of people, and I've had people even tell me this later on in life, oh i was i mean i should have been happy for you but i wasn't well what was stopping you from i wasn't happy at the time oh okay well good to know but the reality is that that's how people base their likes and that's yeah. what causes someone right. to like or dislike or internalize something it's the way you feel when you receive it
2: but guess what though you don't even have to like it now on instagram you viewed it so yeah. i don't know if you like you don't i, I don't I, you viewed it right you might have didn't like it, but you still view it. So that's what I, that's the part I
0: do love about Instagram, because even if they don't like it, they viewed it. Yeah, you viewed it. You, I, it. Me, you watched it. I've definitely <laughs> had people, you know, people I know personally, be like, "Oh yeah, I was watching your podcast," and so I'm be like, "Funny, I didn't see your name pop up under like, like or comment." Like, like <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. That's the way of the world. It definitely is. Okay, well, that was interesting.
2: That was a whole nother
0: topic. That was a whole nother. It episode. was. We have to go deeper Social into media. that. <laughs> go Period. So, yeah. <laughs> I do want to know. We talked about the reality show. We talked about your EP. What do you have coming up for the people over the next year? Are we getting visuals? What's going on? My main focus is visuals. Um, the big flexing video, I don't know if y'all seen that, but
2: y'all y'all can go see it. Um I was the creative director on it i had a lot of my my boo help me and a few other people helped me with that but all of the footage i edited the whole video i did everything myself once i got everybody to help me record it i went back home and edited my own video and put it out but um visuals is one thing that i noticed that people love that i do so they love my they, i feel like they love my music too but the music on top of the visual like I'm, I got something epic coming. Like very, I feel like I need to do something like crazy. I need to stand out from these motherfuckers.
0: Okay.
2: Um, I feel like I need to just step it up and like what's in my head, I'm finna put it out. Okay. Like whatever's in my creatively in my head, I'm finna just put it. I don't give a fuck what people think about it or not, because I'm. I, I want to make. I want to. I want to make a statement, and I want to do something that's gonna be. I do. I do crazy
0: wack. Okay. Way. Do you? Are you familiar with Chad Bailey? Um, no. No. He's a creative director for Pink Gorilla Entertainment. Mm. They're based out of New York. New York. They're based out of New York, but they, they come here a lot. Really? Mm. Um, you know Rico Cassadine? Yes. Okay. I don't Rico, know him, but I know of him. Yeah, Rico's signed to Pink Gorilla Entertainment. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's Chad good. Bailey, he does incredible work, photography, videography. Mm-hmm. I think it's it'll be worth he yeah. whatever's here, he could definitely help you get out.
1: He will actualize it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I promise, whatever concept.
0: And There's it's crazy on.
2: because I'd be trying to, I'd be trying to, like, I'd be doing my thing, but I'm just like, man, if I had the money behind me, mm-hmm. it would be stupid. And I
0: heard that he's he's very, for he works with yeah. the independent yeah. artists. It like, would be yeah. stupid.
2: That's why I continue to keep doing my independent shit because somebody may see it or something like that or I just might make it on my own. Mm-hmm. But, um, one thing about me that I as an artist and an artist, independent artist, the advantage I feel like I have personally, because I know how to market myself. One thing about it, I don't every marketing, anything that's done on my page is all done for me. Nobody does it. Like I does I do all my own marketing and stuff like that. People be like, who did who did that? No, I did I I sit at home and do all my marketing stuff. Sometimes i be like, damn, why I got to be doing all this, but you know, I wish I had a team, mm-hmm. but if I'm just going to, if it's just going to be me for now, I'm just going to keep on putting my, doing my thing and just hopefully it just blow up or whatever. Nice. But I don't care if it does. Like I, I, I'm really doing something that I love. I just want to be able to get benefit off of it. You know, doing something that you love to do. Like y'all love this podcast. I know one day y'all probably don't want to work no more. You just want to continue, just do this. Mm-hmm. And it's bringing in everything that you, you need to live a comfortable life. Like, I work a job. I remember working since I was 15. Like, I'm tired of working jobs. Yes, I can go to college. I've been to college. I am still thinking about college. Um, Thinking about doing... The, I, I do want to go to college and get a degree just for a plan B. Because by the time I'm 50, if I'm still ain't not there, no, whatever with this shit. <laughs> I want to be able to still be in the industry somehow. Right. So I want to be able to have a degree so I can still work within the industry that I love.
0: Well, that's also something that I tell the artists when they come through here, you know, and it's, it's a harsh reality that some don't like to hear, but not everybody is meant to make it mm-hmm. to be the next Beyonce or Jay-Z or whatever the fuck, yep. but you can totally be the next big producer, next big songwriter. You never know who and might use it. write exactly they want to sample your shit and they say that's a payday for you. You know what I'm saying?
2: It's, like, a, it's a lot of artists that came up like
0: that. So yeah, definitely. Well, I love it. This has been an amazing interview. You Brown Skin D, thank you. You made me
2: so comfortable <laughs> since I walked through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, Y'all need to come over here to Big Raw BJ mm-hmm. uh, Podcast. If you're an independent artist out here in Atlanta, here, they're yeah. definitely going to make you feel really good. And it definitely seems very, very genuine. I love it. It's it our good. way. It's yeah, our yeah. way. I love We've it. We've been
1: this way since 88. <laughs>
0: <Here, here, here. laughs>
1: established 88. <laughs> eight, eight, eight. Established in eight, '88.
0: That, 1988, yeah. you know the year I was working That's the year we're <laughs> all 88, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's why we had a until a right. until I signed with the big network, and I'm gonna have to take that clock back <laughs> <All right>. now. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll be 24.
2: Right, period. <laughs> oh, and I just have to say one thing. Well, I do have music people in my family. Um, I don't know if you guys know Eric Sermon, the rapper. Yes. That's my uncle. With the eyes. Yeah, yeah. green Eye Bandit. That's my uncle. That's my dad's nephew, but nice. he's older, so we call him Uncle E. Um, He knows everything I got going on, but am I looking for him to say, oh, put me on? No. He has kids that are in the industry that they put their stuff on. He didn't have any help with that. People that's, always tell me, if, you, "If that's your uncle, why he just can't put you on?" It
0: always work like and that. And I'm
2: yeah. not when we, it's family. When, when I'm with my uncle, it's family. We're not. He sees. He knows what I got going. on. He like it. He tell me keep doing what you're doing and all this stuff like that. But am I looking for a handout? No. I what probably surprised him the best is that I'm out here doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, not asking him for this and that and this and that this and that. But yeah.
1: But that goes back to the journey thing that we were talking about earlier. As far as you can tell, who. Worked towards it. Oh you yeah. Tell who had to put the time. Oh, was given to them. It. Yeah.
2: Glorilla given to her. Cardi B given to her. I'm just. I'm, I mean, so. Glorilla. It's
0: Glorilla. A she. To the, the, the industry
2: is very very tricky. <laughs> she has a distinct voice.
0: Yes. Very. They distinct. didn't give
2: a damn about what she was rapping about. Nope. She's fresh. Mm-hmm. Because she said nobody was really fucking with her when she was doing her thing before she got popping, and um. Yeah, it's just right place at the right time. That's why I tell these independent artists, just keep doing your shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Keep doing your shit. It
1: only takes the exposure to the right person. Yes. So it's not as mm-hmm. if it's not a, it's not even a numbers game. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's really about mm-hmm. the location yep. and the timing. That's it.
2: Period. And Nikki inspired
0: all these girls. <laughs> uh, Little Kim. I it. I Lil, it. Lil' Kim inspired all these girls. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Depending on their ages, it might have also been Queen Latifah and MC Light and Missy Elliott. Nah. Oh, nah. on. Oh, nah. so- these yeah.
0: girls nowadays were totally inspired by Kim. It's easy for these people these days. So <laughs> it's easy. But
1: the people raising them was inspired by right.
0: Queen
1: Latifah, which made the shit possible. It's possible. Nikki, <laughs> Nikki
2: did get inspired by Lil' Kim, of course, but yes, Nikki was the long running for all these years and it inspired Cardi B to want to rap It inspired these girls to want to be that Nikki. Yeah. Not saying Nikki is, you know, well, I'm a Nikki fan, but I
0: understand. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> really
2: just when she's she's just confident. She's just confident and um, Yeah. She's talented at the same she time. Is. She's just very talented, you know. But um yeah, I just said Nikki.
0: It's okay. <laughs> we get it. We get it. We have a lot of Nikki fans that come through here and they love to shout her out. Hi Nikki, we love you. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. There's
1: room for many at the top
0: let's go ahead we got to wrap this thing up okay bsd brown skin d tell the people where they can find you at
2: well the shit we do for love Kevon burns online on youtube um brown skin d on instagram and oh spotify okay look y'all spotify <laughs> spotify is one of those things that independent artists need so me yeah. you know because If we can submit our stuff to these big people, they'll help us um, financially. So I'm getting my little followers up. It's 87 monthly listeners. So just keep believing in yourself and make sure y'all follow me on Spotify, Apple Music, and um, all the streaming platforms, and definitely Instagram. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, y'all, y'all know the back. And a parking lot near you.
2: A a parking lot near you. you. I'm still gonna do a visual for beef, and I'm still gonna do a visual for saints and sinners. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like beef is like a pull up, like, got all my people with me, nice cars outside, right? And people, you know, pulling up and just having a good time, like uh.
0: a <laughs> parking lot deal. You know how you turn a parking lot to a party. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all pull up on us at the Rock yeah. BJ podcast on all social media platforms. Yes, yes, y'all yes. pull up on our sponsor as well, TNT Enterprise, if you want some of these handcrafted home goods here, as you can see uh-huh. on the table, Miss uh, Brittany Black.
2: Oh, Brittany oh you.
0: <laughs> I'm loving the glitter. Right. You know, Lex. get all that customized. Brittany,
1: Yeah. do
0: you have any last words? Yes, thank God. <laughs>
1: now, I just want to say to everybody that listens and watches that home is where the heart is and ours has always been with you. Thank you so much for listening and watching and being a part of our journey. And in the words of Maury Povich, until next time, America and all the other countries that listen.
0: Period, it, y'all. Come back next time for another Rob BJ, and I promise we will all come together. Bye. 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 <laughs> I love it. You were wonderful. Tell a to pull
2: up.
1: Tell a to pull up. Pull up to the
0: parking lot. Bring you got um rapid fire ready? I sure do. Okay. All right, for the titty bump, this gonna make oh,
1: its way okay. into the Instagram
0: book, yeah. All right, it really is. <laughs> it's the slow move for me, all right? I've been waiting, I could be waiting on someone to have a dance off with me so I can
1: crop and hit them with
0: one of these, right? That's it, you won.
1: That's it, the battle is <laughs> over.
0: It's <over>. all <laughs> over. what you gonna hit them with. The battle is Period.
1: over. <laughs> <laughs> what do people be like?
0: That is a little bit. And then they'd be like. <laughs> <laughs>